We're live! Welcome to Push a Shout Podcast 48 episode. Mike. Skip. Intro. Hello, welcome to the Fish Stop Podcast, episode 48. I'm your host, Talking Powder. With me tonight is the lovely Skibby Sigmatic, and I don't have much to talk about. I don't have a ton to talk about either. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We always say that, and then sometimes... We There's some drama. There's about. some drama afoot. There uh, is drama. We got some voice actors, union shenanigans. We've got Donald Trump leading the polls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. is a funny dude. Let's talk about that. So okay. you got back into Louie? I did. Uh, I, I'd i seen the first, I want to say three seasons uh, before and loved them. And, uh, and I don't know. I was sick for the last few days and I needed something to distract myself. And I said, oh, I'm just going to rewatch the first season of Louie. And I did. And I watched it all in one sitting. Uh, and I... I liked it even more than I remember liking it the first time. It is such a good show. It is it is unbelievably good. Like I, I can't believe that just a, a comedian with no writing or directing experience put that that show together. It's it's incredible. Uh, yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. I think we've I'm talked about. Pretty it Pretty sure I'm caught up, but I don't remember all that much that happened in the fourth season. Can uh, you yeah, refresh I, me on something? Well, I haven't gotten to the fourth season. I've, I've, I just rewatched the okay. first season, uh, and part of the reason I did that is because I've been meaning to catch up on it because I haven't, you know, I haven't watched the recent. I remember the couple fourth seasons. season being pretty good, but yeah. I can't actually remember that. The much only from thing it. I've heard season is three that is my favorite. I think I think I think he just finished season five or something. I've, I heard that the latest season, whatever that is, isn't as good, but. I don't know. It would still probably be pretty good. <laughs> um, it's so surprising. He. It is. It's. Uh, I will already even start. It's, I. Uh, I'll start on episode nine of season one. Is the best episode of season one, at least in my opinion. Uh, it's the one where he goes to a donut shop late at night with a date, and the date's yeah. going really well. And and then a bunch of high schoolers come in, and they're being they're being rowdy in the donut shop. And he tells him to, 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 to settle down. And one of them comes over and says that he's going to beat the shit out of him unless he apologizes to him. And, and Louie, being a father of two and, a, and an older guy and, a, you know, not much of a fighter, apologizes to the kid yeah. uh, in front of his date. And his date says that it really turned her off and, and that she feels bad about it, but that, you know, she just isn't attracted to someone who could uh, degrade themselves like that. And he's like, well, what do you, what did you want me to do? Just get beaten up. And she was like, well, no, but you know, it didn't change the fact that it turned me off. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and just the way that the conversation plays yeah. out, like, Oh God, it's, it's, it's cringy, but not like, like it's then, not the classic, like the office kind right. of cringy. It's a different kind. It's, it's realistic. It's, it's, ugh. It's, and then he doesn't. Then he doesn't stop there. No. Then he makes it surreal, and he follows the kid back home, and like sees what the family life is like, and yeah. talks to the father outside. And they share a <laughs> cigarette, and it's like my father. He, that's how he raised us by the belt. It's like it's it's incredible. Show. It's incredible that that like you've already got this great concept of what happens in the in the little donut shop itself, but then like. And, like, as a viewer, you're sitting there going, like, I know he wouldn't, and I know this would be a bad idea, but he should punch that kid in the face. And, 
and then you, he follows the kid home and you find out, well, the kid's been, been beat by his father, you know, all his life. And, and, and it's like, oh my God, this is such a more complicated thing than, and it's, and these are like little 20 minute episodes. Yeah. It's just like he crams so much shit in there that is really meaningful, but at the same time, sometimes just like, just scatological humor and stuff. Like he'll, he'll just, it's the mixture the, of the kid types of comedy. And, diarrhea is the bathtub. Oh my and it's god! Like, looks like Coca Cola. Yeah, and oh, uh, oh, what is the other one? Uh, where his his sister is having? She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. With yeah, him. And, and I don't want to spoil the punchline. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the entire episode is a lead up to a to one punchline uh, that is. <laughs> but it, on the way to the punchline, it touches on so many. Oh little, yeah, yeah, like. Yeah philosophical things mm-hmm. uh it's it's a re- it makes it effortless yeah. those big picture digressions it manages to do it by being funny almost all of the time and then when it tries to when it uh just puts things in a little bit of a different light it's can be profound and it disguises it as comedy most of the time yeah and then, but then sometimes you'll get a whole episode that isn't really funny at all and uh, it, 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 but it somehow like it Louis feel talking out of place. to his ex-wife. Or, yeah. Um, oh my god, it goes some places, and 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 like, and then you get episodes that are just complete, completely surreal and and ridiculous, and some of them don't really have that much meaning behind them. But but he manages to just toss it all in the pot, and oh, I love I, whenever I love uh, whenever his wife is around because she's black and it's just not even mentioned the kids are white <laughs> the kids and... are like very white like hairy yeah. and white it's, it's just like you know that's how the show is it's just not? like yeah like there's no continuity really yeah like there's overarching storylines but sometimes they'll just like completely change i think at one point like an actor changes maybe it was his wife i think his wife was one actor at one point and then another at a different i, I don't think know so. i think so yeah so they but he just doesn't even acknowledge it and then ah it's great louis great I cannot recommend it more. Um, what well, isn't so great is the other thing that I watched. Oh, okay. Uh, what did you watch, Skippy? It's what did time you see? for Push to Shout's wrestling update. Uh, there was a pay-per-view. There was a pay-per-view. It was Night of Champions. There's not much to say about the pay-per-view. Uh, there's really not much to say about the pay-per-view. The I'm only, sure you'll find a way. The only reason I brought this up is because I like I like to explain wrestling plots to people who don't have any context or anything. And so the the big wrestling plot that's going on right now is that Seth Rollins, the championship holder, I guess. Uh he won his match at the end of Night of Champions and then uh Sheamus who has a briefcase with a contract in it that he can cash in at any time to fight for the belt. Uh, he runs into the ring and he says, I'm, I'm going to cash in my contract and we're going to fight for the belt right now and it's going to be a guaranteed win because Seth Rollins just had a big fight. But then, before he can do it, out comes Kane, who is the Undertaker's brother from like the Attitude Era, like 90s wrestling, and he's got this face mask thing. And Kane has been a character in modern wrestling for a while without the mask called Corporate Kane. He wears a suit. And he does business stuff behind the scenes. And sometimes uh. he goes out in the ring and beats people up. But this is Demon Kane because he wears a mask. And, Demon uh, Bane? Demon Kane. Wearing a mask? Kane. God. And, uh, and Kane 
beats up Seamus. I'm just looking for it now. And Raw, and then Raw that was the next night, and Kane is there, but it's corporate Kane this time without the mask, and he doesn't remember being Demon Kane the night before. He just he's just <laughs> acting like funny. it never happened. So there's the storyline where you don't know <laughs> if if he if he turns into a completely different person when the mask comes on, or if they are two different people. That's it's funny. totally absurd, and the way that Raw ended is that corporate Kane starts talking to Seth Rollins and, and he turns evil and the lighting goes all dark and he says, Rollins, I'm coming for you or something like that. And then all, and then the lights go dark and fire shoots up from the, from the ring and out comes Kane ripping open the canvas of the ring and pulls Rollins down into the ring and steam comes up. And uh, <laughs> I guess Rollins is in hell with Kane now. Uh, so, so hell is part of the WWE oh, yes. canon now. Hell is definitely part of because that's not the first person who's been dragged into the, the ring by either Kane or the Undertaker. Uh, it, it, yeah, there is. So, wrestling. is the Undertaker in like the the storylines? Is the Undertaker actually a demon of some sort, like a it, it creature? Just, from it another just realm? depends on what storyline it is at the time. Okay, because there's a version of the Undertaker who's called the American Badass, and he rides around on a motorcycle, and he's just a dude. Yeah, just like a he's version, just a guy. Right? And How then... can that concept possibly apply? <laughs> but a then version person <laughs> but then there's but then there's the other undertaker who like people like one guy threw him into a coffin and lit the coffin on fire and and mm-hmm. the, the coffin burned up and and undertaker's dead but then like a few months later the undertaker rises out of another coffin and he's alive again he, he gets resurrected all the time like he and then he's got an urn that is that holds his soul and if someone wants to summon the undertaker he they get the urn it yeah it's funny it's crazy shit man uh, also, I don't have much to say about video games. I played. I, I started streaming last night because I was bored, and I lost all my viewers because I started playing Rocket League and Counter Strike Go, and nobody ever wants to watch that yeah. stuff. <laughs> but I had fun. <laughs> it depends on who you are. Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're the type to just run your mouth and interact with the chat, and oh, let's get a giveaway going, guys, and thank you so much for watching, and please subscribe below and. Then you could just stream Dota or Rocket League or anything. I guess. If, and, you know, alert whenever somebody subscribes so that people will pay literally just to have their, their name show up on the stream. Boy, yeah. Geez. But, yeah, people like uh, people like you, Flimsy, uh, even me, they'd rather watch us play single player games. I don't usually get many viewers anyway. But the way that I do get viewers is is by just kind of chilling out and talking to the chat. And I don't yeah. do that when I'm playing Counter Strike really. So because um, you got to focus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and I <laughs> I I think it would be entertaining to watch me play those kinds of games because I get really frustrated and angry. But I guess I guess it's not entertaining enough. I guess I'm just a boring person. You but, aren't um, the angriest gamer I've ever heard. Yeah, well, uh, I also started playing a little bit of The Witcher Three uh, today just to get back into it. I think I realized why I stopped playing. Uh, I stopped playing right when, right at the beginning of what is definitely like the last section of quests. Like it's a part of the game where it's like, all right, you need to do this list of things so that this major thing can happen, and. Uh, I think I stopped playing because I was afraid of ending the game. <laughs> but I think I think those quests are going to take a long time anyway. Like it's probably another like ten hours. So, wow. 
box more Witcher to play. I have decided to finally transfer my Witcher 2 save mm. for my laptop because it doesn't cloud save, and that's what it's been. I've just been too lazy to transfer it. But uh, I'm going to be finishing The Witcher 2 as quickly as possible because I want to play The Witcher 3. And also on the agenda, in the much shorter term, is a Metal Gear Solid 5 story video. Yeah, I thought that was coming out like last weekend. Well, not yeah. last weekend, but well, was, yeah, maybe. I got sick, basically. Oh. Everything's written. It's all done and ready to record. Um, today was... I'm still, like, wheezing up mucus, but it's basically over, so I'm going to start recording it tomorrow. So, you say start recording. Have you only written it and you haven't edited together any kind of video? No, of course not. Oh, okay. Uh, that's. Do you do it in a different order? I captured I, footage. Uh, um, it kind of... I don't know. Every time I try to write something and then turn it into a video, I find that I need to change it so much that I might as well kind of go... Like, I'll write an outline kind of draft thing and I'll kind of do it as I go. Like I'll have little sections that I record and edit and record and edit. Uh, But again, like I almost never finish my videos (laughs) that I try to make that way. So (laughs) I can't say that that's the right way to do it. Yeah. um, This, that usually doesn't take me too long. Actually assembling it is, is pretty easy unless there's like a lot of um, music synced stuff. Yeah. But that's, that's usually only in the videos that are, ostensibly funny yeah the serious ones are pretty straightforward so where are you getting your footage like how are you you, i'm capturing it um except except for footage from other metal gear games i'm just going to grab those off youtube but uh because you know i don't have the i'm not gonna yeah i agree ship my ps3 out from texas so i can capture the end of metal gear solid 4 Um, so are you like replaying through it to get cutscene footage or what no, uh, I'm just going back to certain key points. And by the way, replaying the hospital scene for like the fifth time, or how, not th- five, it's how many times at this point? Four. Because <laughs> I played it at the beginning of the game, and then before I got to the end, I was like, okay, I'm going to play it again, because that was cool. Oh. Already it was wearing thin. Yeah. And so the third time I played it, I was like, god damn it. And then the fourth time was when I was recording it, and I was just losing it because you it's, you don't realize how on rails it is until I you're do. forced to replay it. Yeah, yeah, you were forced to replay it. <laughs> but when you're forced to replay it three times, I just was spat. I was losing my mind. I was yeah. uh, zooming the camera in and out, just freak it twitchy, freakishly fast. I was finding a way to when you turn and you press R one. Your your view will snap very quickly, and so if you keep turning and keep tapping R one, then you're just kind of like like turning around very quickly. That's the only thing you can do during these long cutscenes. Yeah. You just have to watch Ishmael's ass crack move. God, it's I, I was a little annoyed just playing through it the first time because there was so much of it that I'd already seen, like especially the part where you're paralyzed and you're having to crawl down the hallway and yeah. stuff. I'd already seen all that because I've watched that gameplay footage that was like the very first thing released about the game over and over. And so that was frustrating, but then they add in little things. And I'm like, okay, there's a lot, there's a lot of here I haven't seen. And then obviously the second time through, I was just like, all right, fuck this. I, I, I wanted to wait all the way through that last cutscene. Like there were, so I started skipping through cutscenes because I realized, okay, these aren't, 
any different. Like I was waiting for something to be different and it never was. And then I skipped the cutscene where I guess like uh, the tank starts fighting Volgan and the man on fire. And uh, I skipped that cutscene and it went all the way to the end and it said like mission over. And I was like, oh shit, I probably missed something important. Uh, But, but, or maybe it wasn't mission over, but it went to, no, it wasn't mission over because I did see the, I did see the big boss cutscene, but it went all the way to when the ambulance was already crashed. And I was like, shit, I missed a lot just now, but you didn't really miss I didn't, anything. I didn't miss anything I hadn't already seen. I know that much. Um, so that's God. That's annoying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's not the, talk there's about... been a couple. Yeah. I'll just talk about my video. Okay. Of the ending. Uh, there's been a couple videos. One is super bunny hop. A hyper bit hero made one as well. Um, I was kind of nervous when those came out because I'm like, oh, are they going to say the same things? Yeah. But um, turns out they don't really. They're more big picture. Look at the general disappointments of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm proud to be first to market on a very structured um, look at why the ending and the story is broken. So, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited too. I was I'm talking about. Um... It's hard to find time lately. Like. Yeah. I have played no video games except for like popping on every once in a while for like an hour of Project M or something. Like yeah, I've been hitting the books. Yeah, making it happen. I uh, I was talking about Fallout Four at some point this week, and um, it, I I realized that I've got to make at least some kind of video about just why I think that everyone who likes Bethesda games are are deluding themselves <laughs> and try to put that like opinion into words because it's something that just like I've <laughs> it's an opinion I've had for a long time and that I've had almost nobody dis- I mean nobody agree with me about it and I, I want to like do an actual I don't know yeah. at least write up an essay first on it uh, so that's probably my next project and maybe I'll talk about The Witcher during that and all that stuff but uh, yeah I, that's oof those those things are hard to make. <laughs> I always give up halfway through, but hopefully I won't this time. Uh, oh, the other thing that I've been meaning to do is play Undertale. Mm-hmm, me too. So I've, I forgot about playing the demo, but there was a short demo released. I don't remember how long ago. It might have been a year or two or three, um, but it's been a long time coming. And I, I couldn't even tell you all that much about what I played. There was like a mercy system, like you instead yeah. of killing the the animals that you find, the wild creatures that you have random encounters with, you can spare them, and it was funny, and it was actually fun as well. So, I don't want to learn more about it. Like I don't want to look up what the that full thing actually is because I remember it was very charming and unexpected. Yeah, a lot of the things it did. So I like to keep the surprise yeah i've heard a lot of people talking about how like not necessarily like spoilers like story-wise but but more like general spoilers of like the the themes of the game and stuff like people try to avoid talking about it so i'm i people have been freaking out about it and i've been meaning to 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 get it and play it i i was not interested at all until i just saw the general like everyone loves this game thing, but like watching, they had like a little trailer for it on steam and I watched and it was like, okay, this just looks like a quirky, uh, like SNES, uh, era 
RPG game, and I'm not really, I don't know if that's up my alley at all, really. And, uh, but then I actually watched like two minutes of footage from the beginning of the game, and I said, okay, I, I have to play this. Like, it was, it was not even just that tiny little segment of the game. I was like, okay, I can already see that this is going places that I, I want to experience for myself. So, that, I, I will probably play that very soon. Uh, cause that's, that's, that's basically just next on my list and I hope I like it a lot. Ah. Yeah. So right. this is what I meant by not having all that much to talk about because when I have to talk about Chan drama, in oh my God. Section, it means there might not be that much going on, but <laughs> there is some legitimate Chan drama that's worth talking about. This is on you because I don't know much about okay, it. Okay. Okay. I'll just, I'll give the cliff notes version. The, the Cliff Notes version is uh, anonymous image boards are dying and they're dead. Uh, 4chan was bought by, I forget the guy's name, it sounded like Hiroshima, some Japanese name. The point is, he founded 2Channel, which is what 4chan was based on, and he sold user personal information to... Uh, to like data mining companies. Nice. When he was running that there. And turns out also that 8chan was quietly bought by some guy. So I mean it's it's basically over. <laughs> the internet is vetoed. Totally it's done. I the only um the only forum I've been on recently is Star Citizen because Star Citizen. There's 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 rumors flying out around about how uh star citizen is letting some employees go and it looks like internal things are happening in the company that are like in indicative of it being in a financial crisis right now i don't know how true those rumors are They're, they are just rumors uh what's the what's the main not scam artist's name for, for legal clarification what's his name wait what are you talking not scam what wait, 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 wait. The oh, guy who's the totally guy who's not like a, running a it? fraud con. I don't remember. Cheat. I know the company's called. I think RSI. Anyway, that Space guy, Industries is the last. Something Space Industries, which like, I don't. Anyway, that guy right. is suspending all business to become Donald Trump's running mate this season. That's not true. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I, there's a lot of rumors flying around, and I, I think they're pretty much unsubstantiated. But. Uh, Yes, the financial the, ruin will come. Don't jump the oh gun. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't need you don't need the rumors to know that it'll all be a big failure. Like that's that's guaranteed. You just just don't. <laughs> Speaking of failure, Mighty Number no. Nine release date pushed back even further. Yeah, of people uh, people seem to be unsurprisingly pretty disappointed with what they've seen out of that uh, Kickstarter so far. Uh, what a surprise. Remember when everyone was freaking out about people being negative about that Kickstarter, like when it was yep. first a thing, and everyone was like, you're just not giving it a chance, and also you're sexist because you don't like the community advisor or whatever that they hired, and now it's bad and everyone hates it, including the people who were saying that. The sexists, times, the sexists and racists of the internet are always right. Uh, in the end, they always... They always get the last word. No. Um. Anyway, Star Citizen. The forums are real. You should go to the Reddit page for Star Citizen. And the best part, yeah, Chris Roberts. Thank you, Chat. Uh, is the name of the guy. Uh. But yeah, the Reddit forums. My favorite part about the Reddit forums is that you go through and you see all these ridiculous things that people say. Like, I built a ten thousand dollar 
PC Gaming uh, Battlestation, man. Yes, and and it was just for this game. And uh and the funny thing about that is like by the time the game comes out, all of his stuff might be outdated anyway. <laughs> but anyway, they uh those forums are really entertaining. And then my favorite part of the forums was seeing someone say, uh the official forums on the actual website for the Star Citizen game are are where the fanatics go. And that the Reddit forums are where all the moderates are. So there's some crazy people. That has become a lifestyle for people. People ask, like, what job should I get where I can play this game at the job? They're already, like, planning out their lives oh, around this game. Christ. It's, like, literally religious fanaticism levels of, of craziness. Uh, like, that is not really an exaggeration. You need to see what people are saying about this shit. They've spent tons of money on it, and a lot of them can't really afford it, and it's it's crazy. Uh, we've talked about that before. Though. Seriously fucked up. It's crazy. Like, and 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 the longer the bleeding goes, it gets less funny. It, it, because it's so real, yeah, yeah. But like, it's also still funny to me. But but it's also unbelievable. Like I I mean, people do crazy shit all the time. <laughs> but like, there's just something about this thing existing that is worth eighty something million dollars, and it's just all those dollars are just donated with no guarantee that it's uh, it's it's unbelievable that that's a thing. You explain that to someone who's never heard of Star Citizen or crowdfunding, and they are they will their minds will be blown. I've done it before. <laughs> Where's the return? Is what they'll say. Yeah, uh, it's craziness. Um, all right, more news. Returns, though. What happened what? to Fig? Did anything happen to Fig? Uh, I think the uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, Outer Wilds ended. Outer Wilds has been funded. Uh, I don't know if they've announced what their next kick the, their next uh, crowdfunding goal will be or crowdfunding project will be uh but that one i think has been funded so i guess they're making it i guess that's a thing now uh all right i'm okay. i'm trying to follow it i i should i should look into that more because i've been kind of ignoring it uh so what's the deal with twitchcon what's the deal twitchcon twitchcon i think this is the second annual twitchcon but maybe it's the first i don't remember i remember it being announced but i don't remember when that was anyway twitchcon is a con for Twitchers. Twitchers. I'm a and Twitcher. A, and so as you can imagine, it's meme central. And it's a uh, very sleek website, I have to say. A lot it's of the a, stuff they've been one putting of the best out is designed websites I've seen. Uh their live broadcasts have been pretty sleek, actually. They they've been well done. Uh I think they know their audience really, really well because so I the only thing I really tuned in on was I heard that there was competitive h1z1 being played jesus and i was like all right i gotta see disgusting i have to see what the fuck this is all about and uh and so have you ever played the battle royale mode of like arma 3 you probably have not played (laughs) obviously oh my god every podcast i need to fucking turn that off anyway uh so battle royale in arma 3 was this mode where you're, you're on an island with a bunch of people and it's like 32 players scattered all around trying to pick up weapons and supplies and stuff in a daisy style thing but there's no zombies or anything it's just player versus player and you try to be the last player alive and a circle on the maps decreases and decreases and if you're outside of the circle you slowly die and uh mm. and so eventually everyone gets pushed into the center you know or not the center That's of the map cool. necessarily but yeah that the so it forces the conflict 
And uh, and H one Z one has done the same thing. It's a gas cloud that slowly envelops the map, and uh, it's actually pretty crazy. They I think they have like a hundred and something people in one map, and uh, and these these commentators and these camera operators, I guess you could call them, like the the spectators of the match are trying to like keep up with everything that's happening, and it's it's complete chaos, obviously. And uh, I was actually legitimately entertained. It was stupid. It was really really dumb. Uh, but they were also like, they were treating it as a stupid thing. Like they weren't taking it seriously at all. Uh, the commentators were like joking around and even like the players in the game were kind of obviously like doing crazy shit that, that wasn't like very serious. Uh, so I think, I think it was like a bunch of streamers and stuff that like they got to play the game. I don't know how they exactly, they chose everyone, but like, it wasn't like, it's not like there's pro H1Z1 players. It's just a thing that they put on. And I, I was actually entertained by it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, they they seem like they're actually doing a pretty good job with this convention. Uh, all I know, though, is that there's a hall in the convention center called the Kappa Hall. Great. It's got, a, got a big big Kappa face. <clears throat> there's <clears throat> also a women in gaming panel at the Twitch. Conference. Well, that's that's just a uh, standard convention. Like you have to have one of those. It's actually I guess like, so. it's, it's actually a, a legal requirement. How- so, the UN said so. Actually, I that reminds me. I was watching South Park. Oh yes, earlier today. the season premiere. And there's two episodes now. So I saw the season I premiere. I saw the season premiere, and it's all about the politically correct SJW. That's what the episode is about. Yep. And uh, I just remember thinking it was very funny in some ways when randy was literally regurgitating yes. rhetoric like, like jonathan mcintosh tweets like basically to a t <laughs> and, and like while physically vomiting <laughs> like so that was great but it felt very awkward the way they introduced this pc principal character and then didn't go anywhere with it they bring him back in the next oh, really? episode so now it's becoming clear that I, it felt like it what it didn't fully make its point. Yeah, yeah, I felt that way too. And now I understand why, because this is a whole season long bit. It's probably a, it's probably just a new character. It, it, it's probably a semi permanent character. It, even like the Kyle subplot is that's continuing. Like this, there's a continuous serialized story this South Park season. That's great. I'm happy to hear that. I'm gonna have to look up the second episode. I, I liked the first one, but I I, I agree with you. I can. It felt kind of like really yeah. It brief felt like it, for such it got a huge the, subject. It yeah. It made a classic South Park like comparison where yeah. look the SGWs are kind of like a frat <laughs> chanting, and it's like okay, and that's funny, but it, they didn't seal the deal. But it turns out they were trying to. So yeah, just setting something up. I can't believe that South Park remains to be a legitimately good show. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's been so, going on our whole lives. It's like, always that's the thing about The Simpsons. The Simpsons ugh. sucks ass now because yeah. it and it worked so well when there was more content to to make episodes yeah. of. But Simpsons is all about universal family drama, and if you get a bad grade at school or your boss is a dick, those kind of universal situations. And South Park is always what's happening right now in popular culture or in the news or in politics or 
And so it always has new material. Yeah, the fact that they make an, make an episode in six days means that they can always be completely topical, and, and, and that keeps you kind of tuned in. And it also, like, like that that season premiere, I hadn't even thought about South Park for probably, like, two years, you know? And then suddenly there's the season premiere where everyone's tweeting about it and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I gotta watch this. Now now I feel like I'm back into it, and I'm gonna have to keep watching. It's, it's smart. It, they, they are... Trey, Trey and Matt... I actually I have that South Park video game and I haven't played it. I, I forgot it's I owned good. it. It's actually good. I know. I heard it was very good. I, I I I'm looking forward to playing it. But I'll just I'll just tease you for this second episode of the season. Canadian Donald Trump getting fucked to death. Oh great! <laughs> it's like that sounds the like first South episode Park. was kind of limp, and then they're just okay. This is this is one of the more memorable episodes yeah. in the whole show's history. Good and yeah, that's good. It's good. Scott Park's good. Good show. City you want to talk Sky about Land. video games? Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, this is just tiny little thing I wanted to mention. See, Skyline got an update. Uh, well, it's actually got like a DLC out that's like fifteen dollars, and it's got new buildings and stuff. But basically, the update is it has a night cycle now, and so you can see the city at night. And like they, the update has a bunch of like, or the DLC has a bunch of buildings and stuff that go along with like nightlife. I guess mm-hmm. I'm thinking about getting back into it because I. What I did with it, you know, I've mentioned it on this podcast where I I was playing it and I was enjoying it a lot, but then I kind of stopped playing it, partly because other games were coming out that I wanted to play. Uh, And also because I reach a point usually with these city builders where, like, the city is way too big for me to micromanage the way I want it. I want to. And I sit there micromanaging and micromanaging and I don't get anywhere because I don't, I'm not carefree enough with it. Uh, But I want to get back into it and try to change my mindset when it comes to that stuff because it's just i always hit this like point where the city just can't grow anymore because i'm 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 trying to scramble to to get everything perfect uh make everyone as happy as possible but that's part of the fun of it too but anyway yeah maybe i'll i don't know i'll play that pretty soon probably um maybe i'll even stream it uh i think that's a fun game to stream anyway uh gamestop also news what's so i have no idea about this so fill me in this this is also pretty small but uh gamestop announced this is just an interesting thing when it comes to the industry in general gamestop announced that they're not uh they're not going to supply and sell uh console bundles that come with digital download games and so they'll, they'll only sell bundles that have the physical copy of the game with it and uh I think that's kind of so. the The thing that everyone's saying about this is like, well, obviously they're doing that because uh, it's for their own interests. They're looking out for their resale value. They they want their pre owned businesses where they really get the money. And so, selling console bundles that have a game that you cannot possibly sell back to them is not advantageous for their business. And I think that is most of it. But I also think that like, I think there's some backlash probably with their customers getting digital games that they can't. They don't want to download yeah. or can't download because g- people who go to GameStop, I bet a lot of them are in situations. The worst, the worst example is the Wii U. Did you? I don't know. I I don't own a Wii U. I don't know anything about. <laughs> the biggest Wii U you can get is thirty-two gigs of internal oh, storage. Jesus, and you can't expand it. Yeah, that's um, terrible. You, I mean, you can have an external hard drive plugged into it, but you can't get like a, additional storage right. on the console, and the. Uh, you get a free game when you buy the 32 gig version. It was Super Mario 3D World when I bought it. I think it's something else now, uh, or there's just another option. 
either way, that's a digital download. So that takes up several gigabytes of the very, very few gigabytes they give you. So yeah, it kind of sucks. Well, even the digital, even the yeah, not even to the have physical copies of that. Even the PS4 and Xbox are both running into that problem where like even though they have much larger hard drives, so many games have come out that like someone who owns a lot of games, they'll reach the end of their, you know, yeah. capacity and that's not necessarily a problem like you delete your old games. But that means that if you want to go back and play that game, you're going to have to download it over again and it, it takes forever. Apparently the PS4's like uh, servers are just terrible, and so it takes forever to download games, no matter how good your internet connection is. But I also think that like a lot of people that are go to GameStops are like people who live in rural areas and stuff, where they probably don't have very good internet. And a lot of people still have like internets that are capped and stuff, where like they they don't want to download you know twenty yeah. gigabytes when they their their cap 50 is at fifty. In some case, yeah, it's it's it's, it's absurd. Uh, so I think I think in a lot of ways, GameStops just kind of trying to be pro-consumer for their consumers at least because um, you know that's that's also advantageous to their business they want to they they want to be the good guys uh so it, i just thought that was interesting uh also i think there's some st- uh, statistic out there I, I, I can't tell you the store source i just kind of stumbled across it somewhere where i think like only 20 percent of games right now are uh digital downloads or something like that really? it was much smaller than i thought uh it, it, it's really like that whole there's not a whole lot of it's kind of mysterious like how what the numbers exactly are and I don't know how trustworthy that source is but like I see a lot of sales figures coming out of like here's how many PS4 copies versus Xbox copies of whatever Metal Gear Solid 5 were sold but they're talking about physical copies and and uh, not even mentioning the digital download and I don't know how pro- like prolific that stuff is and it probably depends on the game and all that but like I don't know it's uh, god we're in a weird spot right now where like Xbox wasn't gonna ship with a with a with a disk drive, and yeah. that's kind of crazy because a lot of people, a whole lot of people, just they're not able to download games, especially not conveniently. It's it's weird. Imagine if instead of a Connect, every Xbox One came with a terabyte of storage. <laughs> well, they don't come with Connects anymore. They officially stopped doing that because Microsoft figured out what to do and yeah someone mentioned australia australia in general just like if you live in australia you're kind of fucked when it comes to internet yeah but you're kind of fucked in general yeah australia sucks all right especially everyone from it yeah like uh specifically <laughs> uh last piece of Kidding. news here <laughs> last piece of news here is that god damn it the uh the the uh, what is it writer not writers uh Actors and yeah, the what is the voice actors called? guild? I don't know what it is. Um, GAFTA or something. Uh, anyway, they SGA ASTRA, division of the Screen Actors Guild. Right. They they are considering going on strike uh, for their voice actors in the video game industry, which I was pretty surprised by. I, I didn't expect to see this because it's just like I didn't even know there was a union for voice actors because it's kind of. Voice actors are kind of the unsung heroes of, of a lot of games. Uh, you don't, you don't. There's not a lot of big name voice actors or anything like that, and you don't think of them like having a union. You think of them just doing like crazy random freelance work and just kind of being people out there on their own. But apparently, a lot of them are unionized, and uh, and they're getting in a scuffle with the major publishers about stuff like uh, what they called stunt work, which is actually like uh, if. You know, especially for video games, they're having to do like a lot of yelling and screaming and stuff, yeah. and that 
that can obviously hurt their vocal cords. And so the union wants to protect against that kind of stuff. And, uh, and also, uh, they um, say we believe actors should get stunt pay for vocally stressful yeah. recording sessions the same way they get stunt pay for physically demanding roles. And I think I think that's kind of reasonable when it comes to voice acting cuz for video games I bet a lot of them are spending hours in the booth just screaming <laughs> cuz like that's what you do. You create death sounds and stuff. Yeah. Uh I thought that was kind of interesting cuz it's not again that's not something I thought about. And also uh 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 screen capping or uh, what do you think motion capture uh they apparently that's not very regulated and so they might ask an actor to do a motion capture thing that could be potentially physically dangerous but you know there's nobody on there like there's no experts place they don't see it as being that it's weird yeah it's 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 interesting but uh but let me tell you this ping pong balls will not protect you from a falling uh uh, set apparatus. It's true. It's those ping pong the hard way. That's what they're for. They're for protection. Uh, but they don't do their job quite quite as well as you might think. Uh, yeah, so the I, truth I, is, I don't. I mean, we don't really know what the pay situation is really like. Clearly, they make less than than Hollywood actors do. Yeah, probably for, a lot less for similarly popular things. But there's such different budget considerations. Time it's not and all that. that expensive to point a camera at an actor. The expensive thing is getting the actor. For a game, making an engine that allows you to point a camera at anything, that costs a huge amount of money. So, And one of the things it, they are asking for is kind of a uh, bonus payment for uh, the game being profitable. And that's another thing where it's like, okay, I don't know what the industry standards are here. I think that's one of the big hitting points for the publishers that they're fighting against that the, the publishers don't want to do this because I, I, I feel like it's probably something yeah. that's, that's a pretty extremely different from what they're doing, but it's all conjecture. We don't, we don't really know the details, but the only facts that are out there are coming from the union itself and the publishers haven't, I don't think they've made any statements or anything about it. So everyone's just getting one side of this issue and then everyone's just saying like, Oh, we have to help the voice actors and we support their strike and stuff. And it's like, all right, come on. You gotta, you know, you, you, gotta, you gotta figure out what's actually going on here, and we don't know. But uh, I did think that the the stunt work stuff was interesting and something that that should be considered because that's something that like I bet most publishers and stuff don't even bother thinking about because you just you just don't think about it. You don't think about that being potentially not just dangerous, but just uh, even in the short term harmful for future work. Like if they're doing a lot of voice sessions and they have to be out for a couple of days because their voice got hoarse. You know, yeah. that's that's a consideration. David um, Hayter is fully on board. Well, there you go. Now I'm behind been it. Making lots of tweets. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think pretty much all the voice actors are on board because, of course, they would be. Uh, but the biggest name, Troy Baker, has not said a word. Oh, really? As, at least as far as I know. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you can. That's the thing. Except for some really huge names, Troy Baker being probably the, the most popular one Nathan. at the moment. Nathan, Nolan North is the Nolan other, North. I'd say. Uh, I was gonna say Nathan Fillion, I think, but he—I mean, he stunts no, some voice he, his acting. His cameos, yeah. really, or minor roles. I think he's—he like, has a major role in Halo Five, but but he's not. In a lot he's of basically right. himself, I guess. In the, yeah. But anyway, except for those huge names, most video game voice actors are kind of not expendable, but they—they they feel like they could be voices that would be in any cartoon. 
Yeah, and I feel like voice work is one of those things where because a lot of the time, I mean, nowadays it's a little different because you are getting a lot of face scanning going on, but usually it's just the voice you're looking for. And I think a lot of developers probably say, I mean, for this particular instance, we can probably just hire some nobody and get the job done fine. Bethesda, for example, (laughs) might say, we only need these five people who are kind of inexperienced to voice all of our characters and it'll be fine. And all their fans don't care. And I'm going into my own little bias (laughs) rant here, but... But seriously, though, I mean, they, they do, I think they do think of voice actors as kind of expendable. Like, if they want to be paid a lot, well, we'll just hire, you know, our programmer who has had some amateur voice acting experience or something, you know, and, and it'll get the job done well enough that nobody will notice uh, because cause voice acting is such a small part of most games. And the thing about the union is that as a publisher or a developer, you're either all in or you're all out. So if you hire a union member, I think you have to hire unions like that's it you're 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 in and uh, you can't hire outside of the union or, or you, they'll you know what i really kind of wish we could see what a year of games with no voice acting that would be uh that would actually probably be advantageous to most games yeah <laughs> um, uh depending on the game obviously metal gear solid 5 <laughs> needed more voice acting well I, they had a lot of good stats but good old Kiefer he didn't yeah, have to do a, a whole lot quote. it was a very quotable game that you can quote all night Bethesda games time. would do very okay. well without voice actors speaking of crying all night I don't really have uh, a, a segue for this story but I had a dream I had a series of dreams one was where Guillermo del Toro or a close lookalike passed me a letter in a public mall that said October 9th, 2015. <laughs> then he shot me in the gut. Oh, whoa! But I, and then he started executing everyone at the mall. But because Jesus. I realized what was happening while reading this letter, I started running away and got outside somehow. Anyway, last night, I had a dream where Richard Gere, not the actual actor, but just some random old guy who happened to be named Richard Gere. Okay kicked down my door and shot me and then I woke up in a Groundhog Day like scenario where this happened again and then I went on a sort of high speed chase through the city and then he uh, hit me with his truck and uh, then he killed me at a motel and then I woke up again and then barricaded the door so that was my anyway the point is that Groundhog Day was October 9th Ah. so I come to understand something through this that if I was a crazy person, I can understand why some people start to think that they're having, like, premonitions. <laughs> Is this video uh, game related? I, I, no, it's completely unrelated. <laughs> it's just something I wanted to We just gotta about. fill time, fill time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe that it means anything. In fact, I know that it doesn't. So you don't think but, Guillermo del Toro is going to come out with something I, I, on October 9th? I think it is unlikely that Guillermo del Toro is Simon going Hills to confirms? go on a spree killing on October 9th. Uh, and Richard Gere, as far as I'm aware, is not a sadistic murderer who screams while killing right. me. But uh, yeah, the point is, I, I got a little perspective of the mind of crazy people, and I wanted yeah. to share it. 
That's that's great. I'm glad you got that perspective. I've I've been having fever dreams recently, and the only one I remember was uh yeah. I always get them. Like even like a really really like even when I'm just like having a sinus infection, like just a really minor thing, I'll have crazy dreams. And uh, last night's was I was in the military. I don't know if I got drafted or what, <laughs> but one of, the, out. one of the only things I remember. <laughs> I, I I didn't even I haven't even thought about this until you started bringing up the dreams. But this is hilarious, and I didn't know it at the time in the dream. <laughs> but one of the requirements during the training, like I was at boot camp, and everyone's like huddled together, like it's football or something. Everyone's like in a huddle, and <laughs> the sergeant says, "All right, everyone, pull out your Oakleys." And everyone pulls out their Oakley sunglasses and puts them on. And I was like, "I don't have Oakleys." And he's like, "You didn't bring Oakleys." You're in the military and you didn't bring your Oakleys? And everyone was mad at me for not bringing my Oakley <laughs> sunglasses. Yeah, that that's all I remember for that <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I've got some video games to talk about. Okay. Uh, well, uh, one, Soma came out and it looks really cool and I want to play it, but I haven't yeah. played it yet. But did you see the TGS uh, M- MGO trailer, Metal Gear Online? Yeah, 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 yeah. That looks cool. It, it looks, looks like neat. an actual multiplayer game. I'm so skeptical after the play. FOB stuff, though. I'm so skeptical. Like, I'm, if you go back and watch the I'm FOB gameplay, it's like, all Because this is a completely right. different team. Yeah. Uh, so, It'll yeah. probably be fun, but I... Uh... It's just, it feels tough to go back to that game. Yeah. It's, it's sad. I feel sad I haven't gone it. back to that game in the last, like, week and a half. I went back into... Besides what I've been recording, um, I played it for fun for like another ten hours after uh, our last show. Oh wow! And but still, a game like that, it could have had f- three hundred hours in it. It just it, yeah, it needs more story stuff to keep you going. It needs more, more than just those side ops. That well, not even that. Really... Even if it has no more story stuff, and I'm just grinding out the side ops till the end of time and FOBs. Is assuming they were balanced, maybe slightly better, but it's just it it taints the experience. To know, I don't want to spoil it. We're not having another yeah, sure. spoiler cast, but, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's... to to know how it ends and what it means, it's like, what's the point? Why yep. am I playing? So, yeah, yeah. It just gets sadder as it goes on. So I I will. Let's say this is the end of the podcast if you haven't finished Mug Your Solid 5 and don't want to hear story, story spoilers. I'm just going to, this won't take long to talk about, but I thought this was really fascinating as a theory. Uh, Jeff Gersman on Giant Bomb uh, was talking about Mug Your Solid 5's ending. And his theory, or at least a theory that he came up with, I don't know if he actually believes this is the case or not, but he thought that maybe Mug Your Solid V was not actually Metal Gear Solid 5. 5, yeah. I and actually that Kojima, thought the same thing at some point. Yeah, that Kojima would actually come out with a Metal Gear Solid 5 that was Big Boss's story. I don't think there's any chance of uh, that happening. It, not but... happening, but I think there is a chance that that, that could have been the plan. Uh, considering, like, Ground Zeroes and everything, like, just... Well, I don't know. Ground Zeroes feels like it might have been something that was that came out after all of the financial difficulty stuff started popping up. I think you know. it was just a pretty obvious... V pun connection. Like, That's what I thought at first, but I don't feel like a lot of people have been saying like it's not oh, Metal Gear Solid B. It's that's just a well. A lot of here's the thing. A lot of people say like Chapter Three. I wish Chapter Three was included in the game. I wish Chapter Three was a thing. I don't feel like there was ever a plan for Chapter Three. I agree. 
and I feel like there's room for another Metal Gear Solid that I didn't think there would possibly be room for before the game came out. Uh, but then seeing the story that they presented, it was like, okay, you've got, you've got fucking the, the, the Metal Gear with, uh, liquid and everything. Like, that's, that is a game. That's story alone. Well, you know what? Maybe they could have turned it into another game, but it's just what, it's so bad that I really hope they don't. It didn't leave me wanting more. It wanted me to. Well, yeah. I didn't. I wanted to stop. It could have been better, though. Could've it definitely could have been better. And and, and if went, I don't went know into great detail of how it could have been better, it could have done I, everything better. If it weren't for knowing that this was the last Metal Gear Solid game, I don't like. If I thought that there might be another Metal Gear Solid game in the future, I probably wouldn't be as disappointed with this ending. It's just the fact that this is how the game, the series ends. That's what's so disappointing. If I knew, or if I thought there was even a chance. That's like okay, we're gonna get another big boss game, but that's actually the big boss. Yeah, that's actually Metal Gear Solid Five or whatever. Uh, then that that would make this game okay in my mind because it's like, all right, this is an interesting little meta commentary thing that he did. Doesn't exactly work, but it was an interesting attempt, and and it was just a weird thing. But the fact that it's the climax to the series, or the not climax, but the the, the, the ending, the, the 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 grand ending of the series is is that's what's depressing. Yeah, he so. this series could have gone out with a bang, but it went out with a wink and a nod. Yep. And anyway, sucks. we've talked a lot about that, and you've got a video coming out, so we'll just end this fucking podcast because there's nothing else to talk about. I will say though, live on record, so that everyone knows. Uh, people have complained about the RSS feed not being updated. I thought that was an automatic thing, but I guess you have to do that manually. It should be an automatic thing. Well, it hasn't been updating. 45 and 47, I think, are not updated on it for some reason. Okay, I'll look into that. So, we're looking into it. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, What else? I think there was something else. Oh, yeah. After this, I might start up a stream. I don't know. Cool. I'll probably be... I'm going to probably play undertale because i need something to talk about for for (laughs) next week (laughs) yeah um yeah it's been tough to just finish finish witcher 2 and start playing witcher 3 yeah i mean both i want to do both of those things yeah yeah all right okay you're the host you end it not me folks we're glad you joined us for this evening chat sorry it was late this has been this has been pushed to shout Talcum powder. Yeah. Give me some magic. All right.